Yeah, I just I just don't want us to echo too much. I know. Just don't want us to echo too much. I'll just be like, oh my god, look at me. Just don't want us to echo too much on S. M. Sue. You like that? I did. It was a good one. Thank I didn't you. even realize we were recording. Yeah, that's what we do. So subtle. Welcome back, everybody, to SM Soup, the number one podcast with soup in the name, but not on the brain. I'm not Shelby. And I'm not Spencer. And we're here to take you on the journey through figuring out soup and life and answering life's biggest question of why are we waiter? How is the soup made? <laughs> um. Probably. What have you been up to? Anything fun since the last time we recorded? I feel like not. Right. Literally, like no. We're, we're getting back into. Honestly, the, we the crashed grind. all we last crashed. week. Uh fun fact. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. I had a hole in my lung. Correct. I'm honestly thinking I might have. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think I might have. That's fun. I don't know. <laughs> I definitely don't know. Because I think. Like, I mean, I think it can just happen. It can, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, like, if it's small enough, it'll just heal on its own. I don't know. I'm I'm convinced, dude. Because I was, I was very convinced that it happened. But we made it through. We made it through. That was coupled with... Um, just feeling really gross. Feeling like we were getting sick, yeah. Couldn't really, like... I mean, currently... I feel like we didn't really catch anything specific. No. But we definitely just, like, felt very icky. Like, could have been... I would say almost had cold-like symptoms, but only in like body aches, very low exhaustion. energy, exhaustion. Yeah. Not like no sniffling, no coughing, no sneezing. Now, now you say that though, my nose is like I feel like my nose is about to start running. But other than that, but we were just outside and in the cold, so maybe yeah. that's part of it. But um, no, literally, we went to bed at like, like eight o'clock the one night. I know because we were so exhausted, but definitely feeling better. I feel like today is the first day I like felt good. <laughs> like all week um once i started to come back down from the scare yeah i would say i started feeling pretty good i mean i don't know friday was probably like the first day that i actually felt fine yeah so yesterday maybe saturday was yeah. like my best day but yeah fun week that's all we gotta say i think uh i think we have some fun that's a fun anecdotal story that we can tell at some point what is, is the the joy of uh medical mm. um issues mm-hmm. we can we can like go we can do like a let's share all of our medical mishaps by ours stuff. it's yours you don't have any very 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 few you've thankfully. never had anything Nothing like I don't know freshman year of college. Uh, yeah, yeah, boom. I mean, it was solved in like faced. You just got two faced. days. Yeah, but you still. I mean, it's still. It's still my uh, fucking lung was solved in two days. No, it wasn't. Yeah, regardless, it was solved in a day. It was solved in an hour. Mm-hmm. They knew what it was, and they were like, "Let's staple it." Put a little duct tape and glue on it. That would be fun. Though. Went I mean, in there with def- the Elmer's glue. We could definitely get uh, an episode out of that. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, feeling sick and now finally feeling a little bit better. Yeah, like we have our energy back a little bit, and it's perfect just in time for us to record SM Soup. Our favorite thing of the week. Certainly, my favorite thing. If anybody in particular is listening, <laughs> this is by far the highlight. Can we talk about what I ate an hour ago? I want to talk about it. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. We had a great day. We did. We went to one of our favorite places. Yeah. A, in uh, Massachusetts. In, in Eastern Massachusetts, Mass. In Beverly. Yeah, it's really- Beverly is one of our favorite places, first off. For anyone, yes, it is. Um, Just to give some sense of meaning to people who don't know Massachusetts, uh, if you've ever heard of Salem, Massachusetts, we're literally talking about a town that is- Right next minutes. to it, yeah. yeah. Um, it's basically like super cute little town, lots of beautiful old homes, a very nice downtown area, like with the whole main street situation. Yeah, it's it literally all like feels small like a small businesses. Town. Yeah. 
So it's about 45 minutes outside of Boston-ish. Um, but yeah, very, very cute. Um, There's a couple of places that we like to eat there. They mm-hmm. have a beach nearby that we typically would go to. Yep. Um, where the water's very shallow, so you can like walk out really far, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it's like a... What's that called? It's not like it's not directly the ocean. No, right? it's, it's technically it's a, like a river inlet or something of the yeah. effect. But either way, it's like two steps away from being the ocean, which is cool. Um, and then yeah, like Shelby said, like small town vibes. There's yeah. a board game cafe that we've gone to a couple of times that that's really good. But um, yeah, so we got lunch. But what I was gonna say is um, there's a zero waste store. Yes, that we like to go to. So I think that's we, what originally brought us up there. Uh, is it? I think so. I think I wanted to check it out because Boston has like a handful of zero waste stores, but it was the only one that like was not in the city, and like I saw as like, oh, there might be other cute stuff around it. Interesting. I think that's what originally brought us up there because I found the zero waste store, and then we saw there was like a comic book store. Yep. We saw there was a thrift store. We saw the board game. We saw all the other things then afterwards. Okay. Well, regardless. regardless. <laughs> it is time for us to get a refill on some of our stuff. So Yeah, we haven't been able to do laundry in like a month. We got hand soap. We yeah. got dish soap. We got dishwasher tabs. And we got dishwasher tabs. Yeah, big pods. day. Um, which is like, I I love buying things in bulk. Yeah. So like it is so satisfying. It is. Going in there and, you know, like, I mean, at the end of it, you know, you're paying it was for us it was almost a hundred dollars across those four things yeah which really isn't that bad especially because like we're not gonna need to go back there now again for like some time and like we like like you always need hand soap you do you always need dish soap like these are things that you always need yeah so it's like i love i love buying in bulk yeah because like and it doesn't go bad right and like stuff like that and so it's just so satisfying like it's like i know i just spent a hundred dollars right now but now I don't need to spend money on any soaps or anything for the next like foreseeable months. future, which is yeah. so nice. Love that. Fun time. Um, but we also got lunch slash breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> at a cafe, and Shelby, which I love this cafe. What this is anything I say is not me. Like I love the cafe, but today I was like, I'm gonna try something different. We're gonna get breakfast there. Normally they have really fun like grilled cheeses, and that's normally what we get. Um, but today I was I saw I wanted eggs because it was technically our breakfast slash lunch mm-hmm. and I really wanted eggs and I saw they had an a I think it was just called breakfast bowl. And when I hear bowl, I get excited. I love bowls. I love which is very funny because I'm not normally someone who likes to mix things, but if it's stuff I like in a bowl, I want it to just turn into like a mush of my favorite things. And this bowl had avocado which I've recently come to like in the past year, I'll say. Finally, I like avocado. You like guac. I like guac, but connected, I like avocado. I definitely like guac more mm-hmm. with all the seasoning in it. Well, like we had that guac that was definitely just not avocado. guac, and you were like, I was fine with I it. I just don't like this I as was much. fine with it. I know I don't like it as much, it but I'm saying good. I like it. Avocado. Um tomato which was like one slice of tomato which was my least favorite thing in the bowl um cucumber spinach spinach and egg and somewhere in my head i was like oh it's gonna be like scrambled egg and like everything's gonna be like warm you'll just be able to like mush it together and it's basically in my head it was gonna be messy eggs that's when you basically thought was a breakfast salad i yes which i probably should have just known that that's probably like all of this is probably on me being dumb but I was basically handed a bowl of like all but raw ingredients <laughs> minus the obviously cooked egg, which was in strips. Yeah. Not, which kind of leads me to believe it like comes out of a package if right. I'm being totally honest, which is fine. Like whatever places do what they got to do. Um, but yeah, strips of egg and everything else was raw and like cold, which really threw me off. And so then looking at Spencer's grilled cheese sandwich can't lie i was kind of sad not that i didn't like what i was eating but it's definitely not what i pictured and then i was just like well now i'm sad and that's all (laughs) i would like to point out (laughs) granted yeah in the seven years 
we've been dating? Something like Eight that. Eight years? Seven. Seven. We're on our eighth year. We're going towards our eighth year. It'll have been eight years. Yes. Like we're working on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I used to say you were a picky eater. That's not necessarily fair because you eat a lot of weird things that a picky eater wouldn't. Right. I will say, however, though, when we first started dating, you definitely turned your nose up to things that were like silly to turn your nose up to, especially because it's like, I'm just going to pick a random thing, but it's like, you'll eat oysters, right? Yeah. And it's just like, so you'll eat oysters, but you won't eat, like, you won't even try, like, this piece of bread that has, like, tomato in it. I used something. to be a very, like, reactionary, like, yeah. looking at something or hearing what's in something. Right, or, right, or yeah. like, if you would, like, take a bite of something and then find, like, you were the, you were a kid. <laughs> I was. Eating meat for the first, like, my parents always had to do this, where it's like. Yeah. Yeah, they like eat this food and it's like you're eating it because you're a dumb kid and like you don't think to ask the question. And then as long as you don't ask the question, you're in the clear and then but it's the parents like, afterwards go, you just ate deer, you just ate venison or whatever. Yeah. It's like for my brother and I, it's like whatever because we would eat just about anything. But like you still need to have that approach with kids sometimes because if or you say like venison Or you're eating this dish and it has six things in it you like, but yeah. you hear there's mushrooms in it. Right. And so you're like, oh, I'm not going to like this. But it's like, well, no, logically, you probably will because right. everything else in it you like. And it's, it's one of those if things. If you don't find out what there are mushrooms yes. in it until afterwards, yes. it's fine. Exactly. It's, it was one of those beforehand, things. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how you were. That's how I was. This time. Correct. And to an extent... I can still kind of you be a still little reactionary. But definitely not as bad. No. You also like also didn't eat fucking vegetables. I didn't. And the other thing is, <laughs> is that this bitch, literally, as she just said, doesn't mix her food together. I don't. Like, so when I see that this bowl has avocado, cucumber, which I didn't realize you liked cucumbers. I'm fine with cucumber. Tomato's Tomato, probably the only one she, that throws me off. You don't like tomato. Yeah. Um, spinach. Like Those are four things that Shelby wouldn't have been caught dead eating seven years ago. Right. Six years ago. Right. Five years ago. Right. Three years ago. Right. Two years ago. No. Spinach. Two years ago. Spinach. Two years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And so we're going to, she had it and I was just like. <laughs> you looked at me with that smile going. And then you asked to take a photo of it before I eat it. I ate it. Yeah, I had to send it to your mom <laughs> to be like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I just. And then you choked it down. It was fine. Mm -hmm. I, the issue is when, again, it was me being dumb. I wanted, like when I hear bowl, I don't even know like what would have, I guess I was expecting like the avocado to be like a combining agent i guess um but it like threw me off so much that it definitely was truly like like you said it was a breakfast salad which i probably should have just known that but i really wanted it to be like warm and just like mixable and like a mess like that's what i wanted like yeah which again is just silly like because in theory i should have known and again every part of it i liked minus probably the tomato every other part i liked and it was fine but i just like had my expectations at a certain level and then i ate it and i was like this is not really what i wanted but it was still good food um it just like it's one of those moments where it's like i always get the thing i know i love right and i'm gonna change it i'm gonna try something new and then i was like i could have just gotten the thing i love i'm being honest <laughs> what my grilled cheese <gasps> not that one good one of the cheeses that was on there was really throwing me off was it like goat cheese or something? Sometimes they so. use like goat cheese. I don't or... know. There was a cheese on there that was really like throwing me off. Oh, no. Yeah. It's all right. I promise we like the cafe. That's very good. Um, My Americano was so good. No. So what's really funny is this kind of came up a few weeks ago. I had a friend who said to me, Shelby, would you consider yourself a picky eater? And this has come up multiple times in my life. And the issue is... And then I brought it up to my mom because I'm just like, she's obviously the one who dealt with like my food things my whole life. And I said to my friend when she asked me, I said, I think most of my life people called me picky. So I guess I was always just like, yeah, I'm picky. But it's just I don't like things that are for a lot of people, at least in where we grew up, were considered staples. And that was the issue because I didn't like and I still don't love 
red sauce. So pizza for me, I didn't like until I was like 16. Unless it was, which I know a lot of people are like, because the issue is as a kid, you go to a party. What the hell is there? Pizza. And I didn't freaking like, I didn't like it at all. Like it used to really gross me out again until I was like 16. So I was the problem, which I say problem. I never said anything. I just Shelby's wouldn't eat. always been the problem. I just wouldn't eat. Like to be clear. Yeah. To be clear. I, I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't make a fuss about it. I would just sit there and go on a hunger strike. No. Which is honestly, it speaks volumes. I just like was fine. It says more than just throwing up a fuss. I No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I just was yes, fine to wait till I went what, home. What gets national media coverage? A hunger strike? <laughs> or somebody saying, I don't like pizza? The hunger strike. No, because if I say something, then like that's putting the responsibility on a parent who probably isn't mine, which I wouldn't, again, in public, I just know that's the option. And so I'm just going to not say anything. Maybe nibble at a piece. But otherwise, me saying something, a mom's going to have to be like, uh, we brought potato chips. Like, you know. All I'm saying is, which is a better 90s rock song? Hunger strike <laughs> or I don't like pizza by Pearl Jam? I don't know. Is that a song by Pearl Jam? No. Okay. <laughs> But so I said that, that I was like, there was an issue. It was the issue that I didn't like things that were considered a staple for most things. But because I wasn't a big fan of them, AK, basically my issues were I didn't like pizza, primarily red sauce. And means you didn't like, that means you also didn't like any pastas that had red sauce. I wasn't a huge fan, but I'd right. eat them. Like I ate spaghetti. It wasn't my favorite thing, but I'd eat it. I liked that but more that's than the other pizza. Thing. That's the other thing. If you're not like, I'm sorry, if you're still able to eat something like that's totally different. But you, you like the way you describe your affection to things <laughs> is like you make it sound like you have such a visceral reaction to eating red sauce. And if that's the I case, used to. then you shouldn't fucking eat it. Well, yeah, I used to try to avoid it. That's what I'm saying. But but if you're still eating it, I feel like that can't go under like a camp of like, I don't like it. Like that's why you seem like such a fucking picky eater is because the way you like <laughs> describe your your like distaste of yeah dislike of food right like so like i don't like fish and like yeah. i don't eat fish yeah if somebody makes salmon yeah it's like okay and like there's like some others and stuff but like like my my like ground rule is like somebody's like hey are you cool if i make fish i'm gonna say no i don't like fish okay but if you if somebody go said, somewhere and that's the option are you gonna eat it if i go somewhere and that's the option yeah I don't I can't I can't picture a scenario where fish is See, the only the option. The issue is I know, like, I fish know fish isn't that crazy. I know, no, and that's the, the issue. Is, but the thing is, like No, because okay, if somebody says we used Shelby, to go to Shelby, the local Shelby, like Shelby, spaghetti Shelby. night. Yeah, the spaghetti dinner. That's when I would have spaghetti. Every church throws a spaghetti dinner. Ours was the fire company. Okay. But every fire company that throws a spaghetti was, dinner. That was when I would have spaghetti. Every because all they make is spaghetti. And, and, and sports club throws a spaghetti And I dinner. would take like literally like one spoonful of spaghetti because every, after a every while. Every pedophile down the street no, has a spaghetti dinner. stop. They did. Gross. Because I would take a little, little bit of spaghetti just to like say I got some. And then I would load up on like garlic bread. Like I didn't like eating it, but it was the only option there. That's what I'm saying. Like, we didn't eat spaghetti a lot growing up. I wasn't really a fan of it. So anyway. You're an insane person. That's what I'm saying is I didn't like the things that are considered a staple in so many people's houses. And primarily, it came down to red sauce. And then, and my second issue was I don't like sandwiches, which is also a staple in a lot of people's houses. Well, it's just asinine that you eat a fucking bowl. Well, now I will. I wouldn't have no, then. No, you wouldn't eat a sandwich. That's fair. No, I wouldn't. I don't like sandwiches. No, but I'm saying at that age, I didn't I like, like anything go, Mexican. Now. Now I like, now I'm okay with certain so you things. You didn't like anything Mexican? Mixing. Oh. But. You don't like Mexicans? No, but I could eat like any other type of food outside of those two. And so to when I would go somewhere, I was always seen as the difficult one. But what? Gogo, why are you yelling? But so I brought stuff to my mom and I was like, Seriously, I was like, you can say I was picky. Like, I don't even know what to think anymore because the more I think about it, I feel like I eat a lot of food. And again, and you make it seem like you're picky. I do not. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You're literally like, I don't like red sauce. Yeah. And then when it's there, you eat it. Well, yeah, because I'm not going to complain. 
But you, if you don't like something, yeah. how can you stomach eating it? That doesn't make any sense. You've never eaten something you just don't like. I well, no, because I like most things. <laughs> I, I don't just, know. Like, I've I, just been put in situations that where I that was like, the option. Yeah, but the things that I don't like, I simply will not eat them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes I just but wouldn't you, eat. But you, you literally okay, but say. Okay, you I'm saying it was very situational. Literally say. If I was at, if I literally growing up, if we went to a birthday party and I the option was pizza, I, think, uh-huh. I would or very, French fries. I would try very hard to not eat it. The French fries. Why were there French fries? I thought it was a ski resort. What? What are you talking about? Anyway, what, what are we talking about? So I said this to my mom, and my mom was like, I never considered you a picky eater. And she was like, because we just like... Okay, but also you wouldn't eat vegetables. That's fair. That is fair. But my mom then goes, I don't even really like sandwiches that much. So we just never ate them ever. Right. Which I was like... Why has no, it always not, been that I'm not, the only anti-sandwich it's person? It's literally that, okay, the red sauce thing is definitely weird. I know. Sandwiches is like, whatever. That I'll give you a pass on that. That's fine. But it's weird. Again, I just don't understand how you can eat a bowl, but you can't eat, like, I don't understand how you can sit there and eat, like, fucking cheese on crackers and all this other shit. But then, like, as soon as it's, like and you can eat a hamburger, which at its core yeah. is meat yeah. and cheese between bread. Right. But as soon as it's I mean, I don't know, like because I don't love like certain lunch meats, but like lemon bologna and like cheese. a ham and cheese basically. No, see, like I wouldn't I wouldn't really go for that though. No, I know. I mean I would on a ho like a hoagie if that's like the options, like if you were doing like a hoagie fundraiser. Yeah. Because all the youth clubs would do a hoagie fundraiser. What if all I, the sports clubs would do a I, hoagie fundraiser. I know it was the worst. Fire clubs. It was fire the worst. companies would do hoagie fundraisers. Stop going Churches down this line. Stop go going down this line. No. <laughs> well, I know that was the worst. maybe I don't like I keep saying churches and pedophiles. Sorry, I should just say one. Maybe I don't. Let's go. I wonder if it's that it's normally cold. A sandwich? Hmm? So you're, you want to go to Quiznos? Ew, what's that Quiznos? I've never Sandwiches? been to Quiznos. Why did you say ill? Because I just assume Why it's not good. Why did I just good? spit on you? Because <laughs> I assume it's not good. That, that's what makes... See? There <laughs> it is. She just did the thing. Okay. <laughs> At the end of the day... I, besides the fact that it took me a very long time to start eating vegetables, I don't consider myself a picky eater. We're 20 minutes in. Yeah. I have no idea what we've talked about thus far. Really nothing. Nothing that I've wanted to talk about. That's we're fair. We're just talking about you. Okay. What do you want to talk about? What have you been doing? What's up? What's How you up? doing? We've already talked about that. And we talked about our day today. And we talked about your food because you said you really wanted to talk about that. I did. And that took 20 minutes. It did. And then we came home. Mm-hmm. We also went to Trader Joe's. We did. And I almost had a full-blown panic attack. Yeah, you were not having fun. I watched a woman, like literally, like park her cart, and then walk over to the meats, and I'm just like, fucking, of course, the douchebags who shop at Trader Joe's. That's why I didn't want to take a cart too. Yeah, it's true. I Does mean, they make had, check out a little bit weird? Yeah, but I like, mean, they had enough stuff in their cart that, like, they definitely should have had a cart. Oh, I know. It's just like, just keep it with you. No, I know. The issue, Trader Joe's are so small, especially the ones in the city. And everybody there is just, you know, that like there's no room. They're all just people who, young for the most part, yeah. and just are very, you know, like, I'm the only thing that matters. <laughs> yeah. Those types of people. The other issue is we've only been to a Trader Joe's like a handful of times, so we didn't really know where things would be. So we had to literally look Not at that like- that hard to find. But, There's five aisles. But we had to look at like everything. Like we yeah. had to look at everything to know what we were getting. And then you weren't like keeping up with me and I didn't know what we were looking for. And so then I felt like I was How'd in you the not way. know what we were looking for? Like we went over enti- the list. The entire, uh, the entire Trader Joe's experience is either I had a good someone in your way or you're in someone else's yeah. way. Or you feel like you're going to be in someone's way. Yeah. Um, okay. I was enjoying it. I have some stuff that I want to talk about. Okay, let's talk about it. So, uh, I think we had a, a an Wait, episode. Can we do an episode in the future where it's like the most efficient grocery store run ever? And like we like really are like how to do the perfect grocery store run? Because I, I feel like you and I analyze grocery store runs. Right now, I can tell you how to do the best grocery store. No, run. not do it right now. Let's talk about the future. Okay, I just want to do that. But I'm telling you, don't I can do it spoil in five it. No. Yeah. Don't spoil it. One. No. For, step Stop. one. Stop. Stop. 
What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Grocery. No. Store. I'm making sure so I can create a fucking step-by-step -step on how to do it, Shelby. God damn. Okay. Step one, don't be from Boston. Okay. Um, <laughs> you have to be between the ages of 28 and 40. No. <laughs> 28 younger. and 35. No, you need to be 25, between the ages of 25 and 27. <laughs> And you need to have woken up with a clearer conscience. <laughs> um, and you need to know ahead of time that you're not going to fucking just throw your shopping cart in the middle of the lot. aisle. Oh, oh, I watched someone do that. Today? When we parked. Yeah. C words all okay. along. <laughs> so I believe one of the early episodes of this, of us getting started and doing SM Soup. Yeah. We were talking about like, um, I think we were talking about it, but like we're kind of talking about like what, like in general we've been up to in the past year year yeah. since like doing the podcast i think you were talking about like your markets and stuff mm -hmm. and i realized that um there was something that i didn't i don't think i brought up that i thought would be fun to get both of our um perspectives on okay which is that i became a, dege a degenerate mm -hmm. to an extent okay and we now have <laughs> A rather large, um, uh, in progress collection, video game collection. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So my my new favorite hobby is collecting old video games and consoles and stuff like that. And I'm really like ultimately I'm trying to get like one of everything. Yeah, you're trying to catch them all basically. And um, I just saw um Austin. Austin Creed. Is that his name? He's a wrestler. Um, but he's also like big in like the video game scene. He was a part of G four, I believe. Oh, when really? that was when that um re like got rebooted. Uh, but he's he's also an active wrestler too. Um, but I think uh I think he said that for Christmas he got a um he got a full complete nintendo 64 game collection what which means he got one of every single game for the nintendo 64 and a nintendo 64 or something where like that where would you guess something like that like clumped together on ebay i have no idea but it was like four thousand dollars yeah or something i was gonna crazy. say that it has to be so expensive um i don't i'm not trying to get there i'm not trying to do that wait you're not trying to get actually one of everything you're i'm trying, trying to get one of every console basically yeah um and not like so like the iterations of like the ps2 like I have a, I have a not like the Slims and the Pros, right? Like I for the PS2, I, I still have to get another one, but I want each generation have a place in my heart for the Slim PS2. Yeah. So I want to get, I want to find a Slim. But you're like picking one. I'm not gonna get a fat PS2 as well. Yeah. Granted, if I ever were to see a fat PS2 for like two dollars, right? I probably would get it, but. Anyway, and then my my goal is basically to get like the ten games, mm -hmm. top ten that are like agreed upon as like the the like games of that right. generation of that console, right? Um, mostly the console exclusives, mostly console exclusives, or just like yeah. Um. But then I'm also like working on franchises and like right. getting all those. So like with Nintendo, it's been a lot of fun because you have to get every Mario and every Zelda game. You have to get every Pokemon game. So for the most part, they make up like the top tens. But I'm trying to go out of my way to like also get some of the other like quote unquote agreed upon gems. Right. And it's been fun. Yeah. Um, But overall, so we have a couple of like retro game stores around us that we have quite the options. We have we have two now. Two that we, really good ones, that but like need. there's a few others that like aren't bad to check out. Yeah, but we have two that we like consistently go to. Mm -hmm. I have a running um spreadsheet yeah. for all of it. Great. I forget. So you're primarily a Sony boy yes. with the addition of Nintendo. Yeah. Do you plan to also do Microsoft? Yeah, because I mean at this point I would only need to get an Xbox and an Xbox one i plan on getting a series at some point right and i figure from there on out i'll probably be somebody who just has one of everything 
like moving forward. Yeah. Because like I see the appeal of like Game Pass. Yeah, definitely. You want to hear more. I just meant in terms of like the old, some of the older ones. Well, again, you have a 360. Yeah. So I count that as me having it. It's mine. Right. It's yeah. mine now. Yeah. You have to pay rent to use my, um. <laughs> <laughs> my 360. Which is why you never use it. <laughs> I played a video game on it. You did. A video game. Um. So yeah, we have. But yeah, so we would just need like the yeah, base yeah, yeah, Xbox yeah. and then the Xbox One. The uh and then That's like true. again the Series S, I figured we were on our way to get one soon anyway. Yeah. Um What's up, Grogu? And it'll be interesting though, because like from there it's like like there's there's physical games mean more the older that the console is. Um so like I mean I think for the most part, like when it comes to like PS4 games, I have most and like made sure not to like sell any of those ps3 i'm not yeah. too sure um but like if we get a series s we're obviously not going to be buying any physical games for that because it's right. digital only and like same with my ps5 it's definitely but, yeah i mean one day like you know when the ps7 you know is out uh and like god of war ragnarok is ten dollars at a GameStop or something i might just fucking buy it so that way i have it physically as well but regardless it's definitely um an experience one because collecting anything can get pretty crazy it can i think for the most part i mean it depends how you do it but two it also like it definitely i guess the hunt of it as we call it is like i love thrifting and thrifting is literally just like, what am I going to find? Mm-hmm. You know, what it's going to be here. And so, like, in that way, the, like, mindset of it definitely overlaps with, like, the retro game hunting. Mm-hmm. And you're just, like, especially when we, like, go somewhere new that we haven't gone before, we don't know. You're literally just, like, looking at everything and, like, sometimes literally digging through boxes. And, like, it's a very, like, fulfilling experience if you, if anyone likes, like, thrifting is the best example I can come up with um and when you like find something yeah it's like the best yeah so we've had many trips where we're standing in a corner and i'm like (laughs) okay like we don't want to spend more than yeah you know you have to go in with some idea because it can get really expensive really fast i have a couple of games especially if you're looking for like a big ticket one let me see if i can pull up my list real quick but i have turned it into my own little game where i love because generally I was just talking about this on GGBG. <laughs> well then someone's gonna rehear this but um i love so spencer will normally be like oh i'm looking for this and this specifically and i know basically what he just told me like i know the name maybe if i remember it and that's about it so i'm just like looking at everything going like does it sound like something spencer's looking for does it not um i don't really have any knowledge of especially old games and so i love to look through and create a pile of games that is generally just like something very silly whether it is a i say a a name slash like a license name of something that like i loved when i was little like oh i love to look out for (laughs) games of like a movie or something that i really liked that i didn't know there was a game of because i didn't really play games growing up and seeing what it goes for and acting like I just found the deal of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So specifically, I swear I see Happy Feet games everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. There's always a Happy Feet game, sometimes a Happy Feet 2 game. And I love to like look for the price. And it's always, I've never seen one of those games run over $15. It is always under $15 because no one fucking wants it. And it's my favorite thing to be like, yo, I'm saving like, 40 bucks right now like i love to act like i just yeah. found the golden like freaking golden snitch in a video game store but it's always shit like that happy feet's like the most like old oldest right that i pay attention to but i've have we've gotten all the old lord of the rings games except the um i think there's a hobbit one yeah that we don't have that's like the anime one yeah that's the only one we don't have game keyboard ps2 i think yeah but um we have the old Lord of the Rings games, which we got those like hella cheap. <laughs> we have oh we <laughs> we found a How to Train Your Dragon for the Switch that was stupid cheap mm-hmm. because clearly no one wants it, and the fact that it's for the Switch says a lot. 
because it's hard to get those games that cheap. But no one wanted this game, clearly, so can't wait to play it. I got an Avatar The Last Airbender for the GameCube for like eight bucks, mm-hmm. but I love to act like I just found. Right. And then you go to like some <laughs> like I normally use like DK oldies as yeah. like a reference point. Yeah. Because I, I assume they're fairly fair. Yeah. Like and I, I know that if I'm finding it for cheaper, like I consider that a win. Right. Um, Because like convenience and like ease would just to be to shop through that online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you'll like look there, and so like Shelby gets the Avatar game. Shelby's like, it's only eight dollars, and then we look, and it's like, yeah, it's worth ten on DK Oldies <laughs> or something like that. It's always really funny. That's my favorite game to play. The most expensive game that's on my list, and this is like a game that like if we see it, like you got to pull the trigger kind yeah, of deal because it's really hard to find. Is Earthbound for this SNES, and it's seven hundred and fifty dollars. Talk about wanting to die, but. Nothing else is over 350 from oh, there. Oh, so. well, not over 350. Well, we had one, though, <laughs> Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Where it was ba- it was a back and forth of like, do I do it? Do I not? Do I do it? It was do like, do we blow today's entire budget on this game? Yeah. Or do we go for like a handful Come of Come back in ones? two weeks if it's still here. It's, it's, yeah. You know. So it's been a game, to say the least. Um, but yeah, so you have, to, you have to go in with like a plan. And yeah. so, yeah, so like then it'll sometimes be that thing where it's like, well, this game is more expensive but it's probably because it's harder to find right so do we yeah do we blow our like allotted budget on it yeah or do we go for quantity and i think we're at the point now especially where it makes more sense to go after the gems because i feel like we've built up a good quantity definitely slash like especially once you go to places a handful of times you just start to like know the cycles things come in and that there's like a good chance, like I'll see this game again, like right. whatnot. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It is a little crazy, and I like to joke that I never want to collect anything. Well, I both say I don't want to yeah. because like this is a lot. Not that it's like a lot, like it's too much, but like it's a lot, and I'm just like I don't need to collect anything. But on the other hand, I'm like I'm kind of jealous. I don't collect anything. Like I want to get into it, but like I do. Like you just have to like put me on a mission and i'm just like i'll do it it's yeah fine. i it's do like, appreciate yeah. that you like partake in it but what i was gonna bring up i'm a thrifter i'm here is, for the hunt yeah i know is that you've often said that like you need a you need like a, a collection-esque hobby yeah i kind of started one so what should shelby collect well i kind of started one with the thrifted lord of the rings series that's true yeah i it's a good um one want to well my, it all started with i want to find the oldest edition possible of each lord of the rings book because mm-hmm. the first well the hobbit was published in the 60s i think it was older than that no 50s 50s or like, 60s really i thought it was like 30s or 40s I thought it was 50s. but yeah so you're trying to find the but then it quickly became but then trying to just get all sets of all releases oh you were right holy shit hobbit was 37 and Fellowship of the Ring, Fellowship of the Ring was 50s, so I was confused. 54 was Fellowship of the Ring. Ow. And then each one followed like a few years after that. So oldest editions, obviously, obviously I could Google it and like really try and find something cool and probably bet on them or whatever the hell. But I like to thrift and I like, and I know there's like, all, especially in cities, there's vintage sellers like all the time. Um and so i love to like look through people's collections and try to find the oldest ones i can that was my goal and i think the oldest one i've seen i didn't buy it because i'm an idiot but the oldest one i've seen i think was one of the lord of the rings books and i want to say it was from the 60s so it was within within a few years of being published and i'm an idiot and i didn't buy it i think it's because it was the second one um but it was probably really close to its published date so i'm an idiot but regardless um that was the goal and then yeah i found parts of series at like a local thrift store for like a buck each and i was like holy shit i'm just gonna start like especially if a series like visually really calls out to me i'm gonna get it because like why not i'll probably never spend more than like freaking 10 bucks on the whole set um and even if you spend 10 bucks per book yeah it's not that bad no it's not especially like yeah so Right before Thanksgiving, I think I completed my first set. Yep. I literally like called you yep. and I was like, what's the copyright on this book? Yeah. Isn't it my 90s set? My 90s, like the movies had just released and they were images yeah, of the front. It's, um, yeah. 
it's Fro uh Elijah Woods on the one yeah. and Orlando Bloom's on one and then uh I don't know who the guy named Aragorn, he's a weird name. <sighs> what is his name? It's a with something weird. Um, but it's the very like nineties books that they're like condensed, like they're very right. in your hand and they just have a big image of like from the film. Right. It's like it was like how every book was being done in the nineties, early two thousands. Um, so I finally completed that set. I think I have two others started. Both from nothing earlier than the 80s. Vigo Mortensen. Yes. But uh, yeah, that's kind. it's kind of a collection. It's not anything that I'm like, I follow some people on like TikTok who are like, I have every Lord of the Rings book that's ever been published. I don't aspire to be that because I look at their collection and I go, I don't need that many. Like, I just, but, want, I just want ones that really visually appeal to me. But. That's cool. Vigo. Yeah, but I don't. I don't feel the need to. I've also seen some people who but get... But if you like, just fall into it, who cares? That's true. I just don't need that many versions. But why do you need more than one version, technically? That's fair. But like currently, yeah, I don't know. I'm not... I don't know. I don't, I don't want to put the like, I need them all mental part of it. I'm just saying, if you <laughs> find them, why wouldn't you just grab them? To a degree. Yes and no. No. Yes. Um, I follow some people who... Uh, their way of collecting when traveling is to get their favorite book, especially like worldwide, to get their favorite book in different languages. And I've found a bunch of people who get The Hobbit everywhere they go. And so obviously, like, unless you know that language, you can't read it. But some of them are like international book design is so cool because they make so many different versions for all different countries. Right. And so like that alone is like really neat to me. It's a cool idea. Yeah. Like I'd love to get like The Hobbit in like different languages that makes sense too because like there's only one right you don't have to worry about like sets or anything like yeah, that that's pretty um cool. yeah love that but yeah dumb things like that so you're again, right though when it comes to collecting it's very easy depending on what you're collecting <laughs> for it to like suddenly become like for the most part mine's in just a corner yeah um and i do want to have like a nice display to put like stuff on yeah on display but like it wouldn't take up more than just like the entertainment center of no. where the tv is gonna be right in the living room so it's like doesn't take up like a ton of space but like you could get to a point where like a whole room is literally, literally just filled with x y or z so you do have to be careful which i mean you do you but like that in my mind thinking about that like stresses me out <laughs> Right. Oh, right. Yeah, no. I I I mean, I think it's awesome when people like are so like into something that like yeah. that's what they choose to do. Like that's hey, more power to you. Like I agree. You do whatever makes you happy and like I know personally like collecting video games like does make me happy. So Right. Um I just want to put it on display. No, I do. And I I'm excited to work on building that whenever we decide to do that. Um but yeah, I so I guess in a way I'm collecting something. That's true. But in a way, I also like I'm not putting that much like thought into it. It's kind of just as I stumble across them. Um, I guess I also have I say a collection. I have like five vintage cameras. So we just like in this apartment, we like don't have shelves and I never feel like installing any. So when like we have these things, they just kind of sit in a corner or on a pile or like stuff like that. Like, all my cameras are in a box. Like, they don't sit out anywhere. So, it's just, like, we don't have anywhere to put them. So, that also really, like, just, like, makes me not want to go keep getting more. Right. In a way. But I'm excited to eventually, hopefully, just have, like, a little shelf with, like, my cameras, some of my Lord of the Rings books, like... And every single amiibo ever released for the Nintendo Switch. No, like that. Oh my God. There's been like moments where you've gone, hey, should we get like a Funko Pop? And I literally look at you and I go, please don't start that. Yeah. <laughs> it would be bad. Which I saw a whole video. I didn't like really pay attention to it, but it was like GameStop's turning into like collectible stores. But like even that's like not going well. Like they were posting that like Funko Pops are like on hella sale because all of a sudden people like, I say don't care. Like the vast majority aren't yeah. as interested as they were a few years ago. Just want to put out a public service announcement real quick. Yeah. When people were trying to short GameStop and it led to the whole like meme of buying it and it like got a lot of people rich and yeah. it hurt a lot of wealthy people. It was mm -hmm. very funny. It was very, very cool. 
Um, I just want to say we can officially let GameStop die now, though. Like it was everything was going according to plan to just let it die. And so let's revert back to doing that, everybody. All right. It's fine. We can let it die for real. It's been struggling like most of our adult life. All of our garbage. Just absolute garbage. Yeah. Um, But if I were to collect something, what do you think I should collect? Well, that's what I was like throwing out. Like if somebody has a good idea of like what you should collect. I don't know. I'm just not a collector. Yeah. It's just you've often said when we're like... I know, yeah. We'll be looking for a game or something, and then like instead of actually looking for the game, you're standing next to me pouting, going, I wish I had something to collect. I don't do that. it's just like, dude, look for Earthbound. (laughs) Get to work. Um, No, I think I always think like, honestly, a dream, which is maybe a little silly, would be to like basically own some sense of a thrift store mm-hmm. that is largely focused on like like i love having something fixing it up or adding my touch to it and then like letting it find a new place <laughs> right like that's my favorite thing to do be like i get really upset when like paintings like there's been a few paintings i've gotten that i've like fixed up the frames because they're like all but falling apart and i'm like and they're like nice big paintings, like paintings someone would have over like a mantle or like in their living room, like an artist put work into this and like got it framed and which whatever they did, it's clearly the test of time is just like taking its toll on it. And I fixed up a couple frames. I've like done little stuff like that. Like I love to like fix little things. Um, as I think our friend Ian has said, he's like, you always try to save like I'm like like I want I hate when things just like fall apart for no good reason right like just to be waste right so like in that regard I like to yeah I don't know repair and fix and then find a new home for it I don't really want to keep most of it I just don't want it to get thrown away (laughs) definitely but that would be my thing I guess I feel like I could own a thrift store one day that'd be my jam That'd be cool. That would be cool. I'd love to own a, like, a video game cafe. Yeah. I was really telling my sister that. I'm like, if we could have a really cool, like, all-in-one weird space, which anymore, those are becoming, like, pretty popular. But like, I love that stuff. We have to get better at making coffee, though. Could do that. <laughs> but, yeah. So I guess I wouldn't collect. I would clean, repair, and let go. Well, if anybody has an idea for it. <laughs> if anyone has any good retail space where we can set up a little internet cafe, uh, game store, um, thrift shop, let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Maybe someday. Yeah. Just so- hearing all three of those things sounds like hell for inventory keeping. Yeah. And electric <laughs> bills. And electric bills. Yeah. Um. I mean, honestly, we talked about your little breakfast shit. And, For so long that we don't have any time. And now the game stuff that, yeah, we don't have time. But real quick, I'm just going to go through this. Okay. All right. So and I just had like one or two things I want to say about it. But this just happened. Um, MIT. Uh, so that's the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Um, published on January 6th. The anniversary of hopefully your favorite american tragedy mm-hmm. better than 9-11 better than the vietnam war oh god uh no they published a article that says riddle solved why was roman concrete so durable roman concrete yeah uh an unexpected ancient manufacturing strategy may hold the key to designing concrete that lasts millennia the ancient Romans were masters of engineering, constructing vast networks of roads, aqueducts, blah, 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 blah. And we know that like their structures, for the most part, like even stuff that's dilapidated still has like bases that are still standing, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's long been, I guess, a study to try and figure out like why that's the case when stuff that we make to this day, like our roads, like Wait, you mean we have shitty infrastructure? Yeah, like right. And so <laughs> All of this aside, yeah, right? Like just this thing really just once again brought to mind of how we 
move forward and do some like truly amazing things, yet we somehow manage to get dumber while we do it. Well, it's just called cutting corners and trying to do things as cheaply as possible. But it's just fucking amazing to me. Yeah, yeah. But then then we go, why isn't it working? And then also in the study, so they're like, they're examining samples of it and they see like, like some of the stuff that was in it was like apparently um, Romans used like volcanic ash because mm-hmm. that was something that was probably like more readily available to right, them. And like, right. um, and there was like pieces of lime and stuff like that that were apparently in it. Okay. Right. Like, I think that's something that we can still do to this day. Um, but certain groups would just write that off as just like shoddy uh, mixing. No, uh, motherfucker. Oh, I see. Like, if you think these people weren't meticulous and like they had nothing else to do with their time. Well, that's the other thing. They weren't trying literally like Rome wasn't built in a day. They weren't trying to do it in like peak efficiency. They were probably trying to do it intelligently. Dude, Jebediah woke up <laughs> and was like, all I have to do today is mix fucking concrete. I mean, yeah. And that's all he did. And he did it perfectly. Yeah. Because he, it's not like he had his fucking phone to go scroll Twitter on. So his all of his attention was on the concrete. Yeah, it's just amazing. When it's he also, amazing you hope he wasn't being paid like twenty five cents to live off of. And that was another thing I it. saw recently is that um, medieval peasants. Well, yeah, only worked yeah. one hundred and sixty work days. Than, we work more days work more. than medieval oh. peasants because the church mm-hmm. thought that it was important for the workers to be happy, so they were like forced to take holidays. Yeah. What is wrong with us? Capitalism, baby. What is wrong with us? No, but we. It's just fucking, we have it all. What are you talking about? It's just about? fucking wild to me that like how like how how does some like how do certain things get worse over time? How do we not make advancements? Like the advancement we made in concrete was making it worse. Yeah. What's wrong with us? Well, because it's cheaper. No, but it's just asinine. It's just I insane. Agree. And it's not, you can't convince me that it's cheaper to make shitty fucking concrete over that and over, over and over yeah. and over again you have to fucking repair. Yeah. Like you're telling me, like I don't care, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what the cost was for Rome. It was free. They just do whatever the fuck they wanted. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's just, it's just crazy. I and I don't know. The actual answer to it was like some sort of heating process, I guess, that they did for it. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't like look into it too much. It's just the overall concept yeah, yeah, of it yeah, that yeah. I wanted to point out, and I also wanted to make a joke about January sixth and and make fun of Trump too while I was at it. So. I don't like to explain my jokes, but just in case people think that I take any of that stuff lately, I'm making it was all it was all at Trump's expense. Um, well, it's like better than Lincoln. You you walked into me watching that Shell Bizzle video about like myths about plastic and whatnot, or myths about like environmentalism, mm-hmm. and she, I believe her ad is just like Shell Bizzle. And she's an environmentalist, like, content creator, has, like, degrees in environmental science and whatnot. Um, And her last thing was literally, like, we don't need solutions. We need to act on the things we already know. Right. And I think, obviously, she's talking about environmentalism and, like, people are like, oh, here's a grant to study this. And it's like, no, we we know the problem. We know the answer. More often than not, we know a solution. We need to, like, work on doing it. Like, it's not about going... How is this like it's not yeah, yeah. not that studying but, is I mean, bad like I'm not saying that and she's definitely not saying yeah. that but like it's literally that it's like we know the problems we know the answers we know how to do things better it's just actually doing them and actually like being intentional and like caring and like it's doing doing right. is like what we need right like yeah we should be focusing more on like how to reduce and and stuff like that rather than like yeah, putting studies towards that. Like, if if we're gonna put towards studies, if we're gonna put studies towards anything, we should be putting studies towards creation, right? And that would be like, I don't know if you saw the thing not too long ago, but like apparently scientists um combined two atoms, okay, or something, and it like was a way of creating energy. Mm. Like they found a way to like create some some form of energy and i'm yeah. talking out of my ass to yeah. some extent but it was like it was very recent it was it was around the same time that uh christopher nolan made his small little mm-hmm. atom bomb mm-hmm. um but 
Like that's the stuff that we should be focusing on. We should be focusing on new ways of creating energy. Right. Even then, but we still have, we have stuff that we know works and we're just not investing in it. Yeah. But, but yes, I agree with you. If there's just like, you know, like, yeah, cause you can like, you can just create energy. Right. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. You can just Are you saying it. there's energy all around us? Did you know that the Tesla, the Tesla truck can, can pull near infinite amounts of weight? What does that even mean? How do you test that? How do you Tesla it? I don't know. But yeah. That's their claim. Grogu, stop eating pins. Which that, I think, goes against, you know, certain laws of physics. physics? Yeah. And, you know, nature and stuff. I think um, the whole, like, creating energy seems like it should, but it is a it is a thing. Mr. Goo. I just got attacked by a cat. Anyway. Yeah. Shit sucks. I just, like, I don't know. I just, it just blows my mind. It just yeah. blows my mind that, like, like you can look back and see like the exponential growth that we had when it came to like stuff Mm -hmm. and like advancements and now it's just like we just constantly get in our own ways Mm -hmm. instead of just instead of just making stuff better well right it it became so much more about what can we do new that more than what can we do efficiently uh uh sustainably like what can we do to like sustain like that's what we're really bad at right in a lot of ways which oh my god okay i'm sorry this is really long and we're really changing con- things but this is long is it i can't see the time are, are you talking about the episode's been long or what you're about to say is going to be long no the episode the episode is long okay one quick thing i said to my sister while home for the holidays i said we are going to be like majorly cutting back on like our Amazon shopping, right? Uh huh. And then I was like, you know what's so crazy? And then we were given two hundred dollars in Amazon <laughs> gift cards through my work and through yeah. Um, which I would say we were already we were like mindful of our Amazon spending, like lot like previously. But like I did say, I was like, I was like, currently I don't feel like we're totally like we should cut as much as I would love to just like not do it whatsoever. We do find use in it. And so I'm like, let's just be really mindful and like cut and try to do it elsewhere before going to Amazon, regardless. Um, I said to my sister, I was like, I don't even understand how like, okay, they their whole thing was two day shipping. And everyone was like, that's crazy. And now you like expect it everywhere because we're all impatient little shitheads. And then they pushed it, depending on where you are, to one day shipping, which is insane. And I said to my sister, I was like, I don't see how that model is sustainable. And I'm not even talking environmentally. I'm talking like manpower, keep it going sustainable. Like how can you sustain that level? People power. Um, people power? What did you just say? I said people power. Oh. What did you say? It, oh, you're right. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. So I was like, I don't Big see <laughs> how that can like continue. Like wh- how can that really continue long, like lengthwise? And literally now in the past, like since the new year, I tell you, I have seen so many videos of people going, what are we paying for with Amazon Prime anymore? I have not gotten a package in two days in like months, which part of that's holiday mess. Don't get me wrong. Like I know things are always crazy around the holidays, Um, but also like literally like so many things are not able to be delivered because they shouldn't be humanly capable of delivering them in that shorter period of time like when they're not local when they're not like there's so many factors that like two-day shipping is crazy like absolutely crazy for like shit that like but also what are you ordering that you would actually know. expect to get in two days that you can't get in two days like i don't know like can you order a fridge and get it in two days from amazon i don't know you know what I mean, though? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. I think, like, I don't I think know, it's just obviously, people being unrealistic. But I think, well, I think it's the whole like somebody, system being unrealistic. Well, no, if somebody said, like, I didn't get my pencils in two days, I would be like, that's fucking crazy. But I doubt that that's what's happening. I don't know what's happening. People aren't being like, I bought this. I'm People are, pe- the way people right, are phrasing it. they're afraid it, to show. People are phrasing it as, why <laughs> am I, why, basically saying, like, if you can't ship in two days, why promise it? And what is the point of Prime when that's what it was built on? Right. Which the sentiment, I agree. And I was just mind blown that I'm now seeing all these videos pop up of going like, is this worth it? Which like, it's already, there's a million things wrong with it. But like people now questioning just like, actually what you've offered me isn't working out anymore. Is it worth to continue it? 
And I literally was saying to my sister a month ago, not even a month ago, like that I don't see this like sustaining long term. Like it's already been going on for years and it keeps growing and they keep promising more and more. And it's already I feel like at a point that's like not humanly capable of continuing at what they're promising. And I was just mind blown when I saw all these videos, people going like people our age being like, I haven't gotten my shipment in what they've promised in like a really long time. And again, I don't know what it yeah. is. I don't know any of that. But like, I'm not going to say I don't believe them right. because I already when I when we get when it's when we buy shit and it's like we can have it to you tomorrow. I'm like, that's insane. That is insane that you can have that to me tomorrow. Like something doesn't feel right that it can happen that soon. Because what I'm getting is not an emergency item. Like, you know, <laughs> like hospitals, places like that should be able to get emergency like items they need very quickly. I get that. Like that is like a good use of like quick movement. Me ordering something on Amazon is not an emergency. <laughs> like it's obviously the uh, the ease and the convenience of two days. But I've never complained about that. But like. It's crazy. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's all. So I'm just interested to see what goes forward. Like, will they kind of have to, like, step back a little bit and be right. like, ooh, we were a little ambitious with our with our one day. Ooh, maybe in certain areas we're a little ambitious with our two day. Right. Like, it will be. it's already somewhat of a regional thing, but will it become more of a regional thing? Good. Obviously, there's more stipulations when you are ordering like crazy big things like i get that but like i don't know people are acting like it's like anything they're getting but i don't know i don't know that's all i have <laughs> my last thing that i want to say quick <laughs> going back to the whole plastics thing and yeah and stuff like that as a human uh-huh do what you can you know i agree do what you can. But also, can these businesses when, get their shit together? But when BP or Exxon yes. or whoever it was yes. tweets and says, what are you going to do to make the earth better? You say. You should say, you. what are you going to do to make the earth better? Yeah. You fucking. Can we stop oil assholes. spilling and can we stop destroying entire environments? Like, and I think everybody needs to realize, and we've talked about this plenty of times, when somebody says, we're quickly approaching the point of no return, that shouldn't go out to the public. That shouldn't be put on individuals as much as it is. Yeah. Because one company right. does irreparable damage yeah. worth half of the United States population sometimes. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's just like, again, do what you can. I think there we, are like we like we try. We like we do yeah. the zero waste store and stuff like that, but it's like we also still have bad practices oh absolutely i don't know what well, but like we do I, a lot of it is uh oh i still use like suave what's that like the body wash and hair oh oh you know? yeah, i don't i don't yeah, i don't yeah. refill or any of that yeah i mean a lot of it it's like where you can yes just where you can yeah you know yeah and uh it's uh what's an upbeat thing to say let's see let's see let's see <laughs> Go birds? We're almost halfway through winter? We are halfway through winter? That's not right. Is it not? Winter was 20 days ago. The moon that we just had was supposed to signify halfway through winter. So I guess date-wise, we're not. But according to old farmer's almanac... Oh, wait. wait, wait. What? Each, you know, because each, each season's like 90 days. Yeah, so we're not. I mean, spring's not Instead, until March, right? That full moon we just had was supposed to symbolize halfway through winter. Spring's not until March, right? Correct. So we're not halfway through winter. Sorry, I don't have anything upbeat to say. Scobirds. Scobirds. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Minor thing for next week. Oh yeah. Do your part. Do the best you can. And watch Friends with Benefits. Yeah. And No Strings Attached. And we will be comparing the two. Yeah. There is a part in Friends with Benefits where They're I love watching, you, man. I love you, man. Um, which so we're, we're also going to watch. <laughs> but you don't. I would say you don't need to. No. For the most part, the 
the discussion is going to be which is better friends yeah. with benefits or no strings attached which i've never seen no strings attached so i'm Ooh. excited which which is the better power couple natalie portman and ashton kutcher or mila kunis and justin timberlake find out next week you can watch friends with benefits um on hbo, HBO max, max. I think if you want to watch No Strings Attached online, you need to rent it from one of the thousand trillion services that are available or do whatever you want and watch it illegally for all I care. Just be ready to take part in the discussion or go fuck yourself. I'm Spencer. I'm Shelby. See you next week. (laughs) I like that fucking soup. Oh my God.